And today is a special edition because I have a special guest and author with us today. Hello, Rita. How are you? I am good. I'm 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 good. Had my coffee, so I'm ready to go. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for joining me today, and I'm excited. So let's get right to it. Yes. Tell the audience your name, um, where you're from, and what name you write under if you use a pen name. Um. My name is Rita Pamplin. I'm from Maryland. Um, I write under my name uh, just because I really want people to know who I am and, you know, not hide behind a pen name. I just rather just use my name. Awesome. Because, um, you know, I often wonder why some people choose to write under uh, a pen name and why they choose to write under their personal name. And, you know, sometimes it makes sense. especially if you're like one of the major publishing companies. And then sometimes even as an independent, I see a lot of people use either um, variations of their name or nicknames or something like that as authors. But based on your book, I think it's pretty unique that and and necessary that you do use your name. But before we get to that, uh, when and why did you begin writing? Um, Well, I started writing actually in elementary school, probably like third grade or so. Um, I always liked, um, I liked the Nancy Drew mysteries from years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I always wanted to write little short stories and I loved poetry. Um, I would write poetry like all the time. Um, so I really, you know, like, a, and then we did a class project where we actually wrote a book, but it didn't get published because it was too long and stuff. So we, <laughs> and all of that, that was in fifth grade and we were going to middle school. So, and most of my chapters were actually in that book. Interesting enough. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was about a motorcycle gang that um, owned a chicken farm. Don't ask me why. <laughs> don't even ask me what that was all about. Oh, that's that's one really heck of a combination there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very strange combination, but, um, so I've always loved writing and like, I would make up these little like newscast things where I'd pretend like to be a newscaster, you know, or at one point I wanted to be a singer like Whitney Houston. So it was, I've always wanted to write and it's always been in me. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm finding that, uh, of most of the interviews that I've had that writers, usually find that they are a writer or began writing at a very early age and uh, again you said so yourself now when did you actually first consider yourself a writer um this year when I actually wrote my book and um and got it published and got it out there then I said you know what I'm really a writer now. I wrote a book. I really, I actually wrote a book and I put it out. 
And to me, that was like the ultimate accomplishment. Like, yes, I'm a writer. So I consider myself a, yeah. So I, I, people say, you know, you wrote a book and I say, yeah, I'm a writer, you know, and I do consider myself a writer. So yes. So I would say this year, this year, well, 20, 2019 into 2020 technically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because of how it felt. I get it. I get it. Now, are you an independent author or are you um, with an agency? No, I'm I, I'm self-publishing because cool. I like the uh, way that we can keep the rights to our own story and we can, you know, publish it the way we want to and make our own prices up and things like that. I, I, I like that idea than someone else controlling my work. So you yeah. like to be in control of your work. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, I definitely can see that. And, you know... Um, I don't know which way I would want to go if I wrote a book, but I think I would lean more toward the independent end just so that, you know, you do have that control and you can, you know, make it what you want, not someone else's vision. So I I can respect that. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Now, uh, what is the name of your book you're currently promoting and what is it about? Um, It's called Dear Cancer. And it is about my cancer journey, um, which started April 2019. Um, And um, I wrote letters to my cancer. So that's why I named it Dear Cancer, uh, because it's in letter form. And that's why that's why I wrote it. I see. So that kind of, you know, leads to my next question of, you know, why you picked the name and, you know, how'd you come up with it, but you kind of answered it. First, let me say, um, I'm happy that I'm able to speak with you because it's called Dear Cancer. So that means something good came out of you being able to fight it. Yes. So um, congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, could you expound a little further on, you know, picking that name and the you, you said it's a collection of letters? Yes. Yes. I I started writing letters um, originally when I got diagnosed um, as a way of like therapy or for me to cope with it all. Just to get my feelings out. Like, and, um, and I, you know, and then I shared letters with people. And then they shared letters with me. I had people writing letters to me about their cancer. (laughs) So I kind of, you know, so it was like this really just a crazy ride that I was on. But, um, and then I ended up, uh, you know, thinking one day I should really make this a book because people could benefit from it and learn about my experiences as a cancer patient and understand what we go through and our, you know, our whole emotions and all that stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think it's very brave of you actually to even share it because it's such a personal experience and the yes. whirlwind of emotions that I can only imagine you went yes. through um, going through that process. Now, you did mention that, you know, other people wrote letters to you as well. Now, are does your book encompass their experiences or is it solely no. your letters? No, it's just mine. Originally... Originally, I was going to include their letters, Mm -hmm. but I just felt like this is my story, my journey, Mm -hmm. and I have to, like, I wanted to get my story out there, 
you know, and I still have their stories because they sent me emails and stuff. So I still have right. their stories, but, um, but I, but I, but, you know, but I just wanted to be about me, you know. And I, I can respect it, especially with it being a healing process. Right. Um, and who knows, you know, maybe their letters can be a different book. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Rita, let me ask you, what was the hardest part of writing your book, Dear Cancer? Um, reliving everything I had been through. Like, um, like I wrote the book going through my cancer, mm-hmm. but to, but to go back and like, you know, like read it again and fix it and, you know, and go, Oh, maybe I should change that and do this. You know, the whole editing thing. Right. Um, I, it, you know, it was very um, hard on me to relive all of those moments. Yeah. Um, and the, but the easiest part, I mean, it was hard for me to go back and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that happened to me or this happened to me or whatever. But the actual easiest part was telling it. Like, mm. believe it or not, like I, I just started writing and I would literally just write, I wrote like every day. Okay. And I would write like letters like crazy and I just would write and the writing, like it was easy for me to write it, but to like relive it, relive it and re reread it and stuff. That was the hard part. And I can, I, I can see that because when you're, when you're writing it, you're that, that's the purge you needed. You know, you got yeah. it off of you. You, you, you said what you needed to say and then mm-hmm. to actually go back and reread it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm going through those feelings again. Mm-hmm. And and I definitely could see that. And because um, I mentioned to you, I don't know if you remember when we first linked up in regards to a condition I have, and it's called the conversion a conversion disorder. And yeah, I I I basically my body tells me when I need to sit down, reevaluate, and reassess. And when I was originally diagnosed and, um, and, and I came home from the hospital cause I was in the hospital for like, uh, 10 days Wow. to, to, to relive those moments, to see me going through the initial, um, what we call episodes and to see it on video and to not look like myself and to see myself coming home from the hospital. Of course I was much better, but I still wasn't what I am today. Right. And it is hard is it's really hard so yeah um I don't like in my condition to having cancer at all it's something totally different but I can empathize with you in understanding that reliving those moments is still difficult yeah it is it is and I mean I understand you know you're I mean but you know your condition is you know is you know is not exactly cancer but it is you know but it is a you know I'm sure it's you know somewhat debilitating and all of that stuff um yeah. and so yeah and so those moments you just don't want to relive them but then in a way like I knew that you know that I had to write this book like it was like okay I know you don't want to relive it but you've got to tell your story like I just felt like that was my my purpose. I understand that. And, and, and when your purpose talks to you, you should listen to it. <laughs> Amen. I'm all about that. Because uh, I'll tell you, it's taken me very far. 
and healed me in so many ways. So I'm happy to hear that because again, I can't imagine um, the journey that is taking you to get to this point to be able to actually share um, this with other people. And um, again, I applaud you for, for your bravery in this. Now, Uh, you're welcome now did you learn anything from writing your book and if you did what was it um well um in all my past previous you know little writings that I've done and things like that you know I never really understood like about showing versus telling and being very descriptive and try and and trying to make like like your reader think that they are in the room with you or the situation with you like they're like they're there watching you like in a movie type thing yeah um so I really um focused on like okay this this is you know this happened and you know explained it really well and tried to you know make them think uh, you know like oh my gosh I'm I'm sitting here with chemo with her or something like making them feel like they were in they were with me yeah. That's it's kind of what I discovered because before when I would try to write things and I, you know, and stuff like I would just write like, you know, I don't know, like I sat, I sat on a bench, you know, and looked at the sky, but like, or something. And, but now I'm like, I sat on a, a bench and, you know, or something like it was hard and the sky was, was beautiful and blue with puffy clouds. Like, so I know how to express Yes, my feelings and descriptions very, very much. Yes, I did. (laughs) And you know, it's because when you say things like that, it puts the person in that same exact moment with you and they can visualize it with their own mind's eye and make that moment even more personal. So, um, yeah, I can see how that could be a, a definite learning experience. Yeah. Now, um, Rita, is there a message specific in your novel that you want your readers to grasp? Yes. Um, And this is for all former, new uh, cancer patients, um, you know, survivors, um, and of course the caretakers, because, you know, everybody goes through so much with cancer patients. Um, I would say um, that to never... uh, I, I just want them to know that they can make it and to never, um, and the book is really about, the, the book is really about survival, you know, about survival and to talk about it and not be so closed in about your cancer. Because like you said, so many people don't want to talk about it because they really don't. A lot of people don't want to share, you know, it's a very, um, cancer is a very lonely disease and um, people hide their pain and people hide their feelings and they don't talk. So I would say um, that I want people to um, express themselves. Um, Journal Mm. is very good. And um, to be open, uh, you know, as much as possible, um, you know, about their, their, their journey with others. That's what I would say. Well, that's an amazing um, message uh, to have, um, yeah, to share with others. Now, if you could do it all over again, what would you change? Anything? Um, 
I don't, re- I don't really think so. I think I would, I would have obviously not wanted to ever have cancer. Um, of but course, if I, do, but if I, no, but I would have never, I would have done the same thing. I would have wrote the book. I would have gotten people to open up about their cancer. I would have talked to people been supportive for people. Um, I would have done the same thing all over again okay. because I just feel like that's just something that I was called to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so, oh no, I would never, I wouldn't change a thing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, how many books have you written? Um, I've written just this one. I'm actually working on a second book um, that talks more about my, like I, cause obviously I had surgery and then the recovery and beyond. Um, so that book is more like, um, it's more of a emotional, spiritual, physical journey. Okay. That book, it's not like I didn't go into the gore and guts of like my surgery, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I just talk about like the feelings in it and the feelings of, you know, like going into the operating room and walking down that hallway, you know, and th- all those kind of feelings. So it's more like, telling my story I just didn't go into the like like the the real like the bad parts about it the really bad parts <laughs> you know so I just like mentally I couldn't I couldn't mentally I couldn't go there with that okay. book like I but I'm doing it more on a you know like all the other journey so and then it sounds like it's it probably would be even more personal than your first yes yes it's actually much more emotional. Um, yes, yes. And I tend to, um, because I like to lighten it up just a little bit sometimes, cause you know, it's like, oh my gosh, this poor woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And I use a lot of metaphors, um, which I used in my other book too, mm-hmm. to kind of make things not so hard, you okay. know, like, or like, you know, I'm sure like, they're, they're like, oh my God, you know, like this poor woman, but then there's moments where I just sort of, you know, kind of lighten it up just a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I imagine that uh, your journey with your second book is to continue your healing process. Yes. Yes. Because, yes, I had a very uh, rough time with my surgery, a uh, rough time in the hospital. I was very sick um, and the recovery was very hard for me. So, you know, by writing it the way I'm writing it, it's, it's actually healed me. Like I'm so much better, like emotionally meant and mentally and physically better, um, than I was even a month ago. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's why. And then I've got a couple other books in the works, like, a th- two mystery books and, um, another sort of haunting story. Nice. So, I'm, I am, I am a true fan of mystery. I didn't realize how much of a fan I am of yeah. mystery until, uh, last year when I, uh, read the woman in the window. 
I believe right. that that's what it's called. And a friend of mine recommended it to me and I was enthralled. Like it was amazing. And I, and I just read another mystery that was just absolutely amazing by another independent author. But well, um, I look forward to the mystery books. Thank wow. You. That's, that's well, my thing right now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you a little, can I tell you a little backstory about the mystery book? So, absolutely. so um, anyway, so the mystery book, um, actually I wrote, I uh, started writing it about six, seven years ago. Okay. And I, uh, I was, cause I wanted to be a writer and I, by the time I was 50, right? Well, that <laughs> didn't happen, but, um, I kind of wrote about nine chapters of this like mystery haunting, you know, suspense book. And then I said, oh, I'm not good enough. And I just put it away. Our own well, worst then, enemy, right? Right. So then what happened is I, after I wrote my Dear Cancer book, okay, and got it published, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, what do I do now? Because I felt like I had to write. Mm. So I got it back out. I looked it over. I revised it a little bit. Hmm. You know, and then I've had thoughts about it and thoughts about it and thoughts about it. And then I'm revising it again. <laughs> I mean, not the whole thing. Like I just started to revise it. And okay. now now I have a plan and I know where I'm going with it. So it's even more of a mystery and haunting and a thriller. It's all mixed together. Okay. It's even better than it was when I first started writing it because back then I really didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So um, it's actually much better. So um, yes. And I, and I did that because I wanted, some, I wanted to write, even though I was done with my cancer book. I'm like, I, ha I have to write something. I have to write. I have to get the story, you know, so I wrote it, I'm writing it, and I'm and what I'm doing is I'm writing this other book about my, you know, surgery and beyond. Um, but then when I when I need a break from that mental part of it, I I go back to my haunting story. So they're both yeah. in the works. Okay. And, you know, yeah. So and then I had a couple other ideas of a couple other books. So I've got about mm, about four that I could progressively, you know, do. And the thing is this is that I really wanted to go into other genres, mm -hmm. not just stay in the like memoir stage because right. I'm like, how many memoirs can I write? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't want to limit yourself. No. And I, and I want people to still remember me, even though, yes, I wrote a book and you're going to remember that Rita Pamplin wrote Dear Cancer, but I want them to know me in five years from now. Mm -hmm. you know, that, oh, this woman who wrote memoirs, now she's a mystery writer. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. I, that you know, I I, I want to say that I feel like you doing the uh, writing and publishing, dear cancer, that that was that spark that you needed to reignite that writing fever in you yeah. and to go back and say, right. hey, you know what? I want to put this mystery uh, novel out. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it right. even better than when I originally said, hey, you need to do this by fifty. You know? Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I just, I, I, yeah, it's like, I, I knew I had to do it, you know? And, and like you said, I, that this dear cancer book pushed me to go where I, where I've probably have always wanted to go, mm -hmm. right? but I was too afraid of like failure or people's mm -hmm. judgment or mm -hmm. all of them, you know? It, and you know, writing is such a personal thing and you don't want people out there judging and critiquing because we're so opinionated. 
But one of the things that I've learned and what I try to do whenever I write a review for a book that I've read, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily look at it as good or bad. I look at it and say, what spoke to my soul? What in this book that somebody put their hard-earned hours, countless hours and days and probably even months and months and years of time to produce Mm. it? What spoke to my soul? What reached me to say, you know what? If you look at yourself, you can do this better in your life. And that's how I choose to write my reviews. You know, I don't want people to know exactly what happened. I, I want people to know what I got out of it and maybe you will get the same thing. And if not, Tell me, what did you get out of it? So maybe I can get it too. <laughs> but right. that's just my excitement and, and, yeah. and love of reading. So I understand the apprehension when it comes to producing your baby, because you're like, are they going to like my baby? Are they going to say it's trash? You know, especially with social media and, and, and people clout chasing yeah. and things like that, yeah. you know, or can people mm-hmm. truly respect the art and the work? that went into it right right oh yeah oh definitely well Rita what separates you from other authors in your in your genre I know it's a memoir so what makes you different um I honestly don't really know I mean everybody writes about their own experience in memoirs we all write we all write about like a tragedy or something happened to us Mm -hmm. or whatever you know we all tell our story um I would say that I, you know, just really like, I'm really just out there trying to push the book. And I, and, um, during the whole process, like I would, um, I belong to this bladder cancer page and I would like do videos Mm -hmm. and like, you know, and I got people to respond back to me with like letters and things like I told you, right. You know, um, and people and strangers reached out to me that I didn't even know and like would send me cards and, um, you know, and, uh, and I, one lady, um, her mom print, you know, did a prayer shawl for me and mm-hmm. a bag for me when I went to chemo and I just have had a lot of support. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say that I was, um, even in the midst of my trauma, I was very, like, I just wanted everyone to know about the book. I was always, like, posting and saying, hey, my book's out, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and just um, doing all that, you know. But I give props to everyone who writes a memoir because it is a very telling story, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, so I would say that was the difference is that I just, from the beginning, like, I just was really just out there, you know, with just speaking, 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 you know. I, I, I hear you. And you know what else I hear? That you reminded us that we're human. And that yeah. we need to heal. We need to take these journeys. And sometimes the journey is meant to have many people on it. And, yes. And, and that's what I'm hearing. Right. That's, that's right. definitely what I'm hearing. Now, you know, the writing community is huge and I've had varying answers to this question, but what is your experience with others in the writing community? 
Um, well, it's much better now. When I first started out and I joined some writer's group and actually I met this author lady who we are still friends. Um, and so, but I would join author. She would say, join, you know, join this group, join that group, whatever. And I don't know what the difference is between now and then, but when I first was, you know, doing the groups and sharing my work about my mystery story and all that, mm-hmm. I, I was all, I felt like sometimes authors don't want other authors to do better than them. So mm-hmm. they put you down and say your work's not good enough. Um, your spelling isn't right. You know, your grammar sucks, like all that stuff. And yes, you know, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. No writer is perfect. Mm-hmm. We all we all flub up and we make mistakes and we that's why you know we get it edited and all that stuff. Um, but um, so years ago, I had a lot of issues with that, and that's kind of what drew me to not finish my story. Mm-hmm. And I so I so I went off all author stuff. You know, I didn't write for a while, and then this time, like I really found very good support from people. Like I, you know, because they just were um you know just so supportive and like you know we can't believe you wrote this story in the middle of your battle and you know and and very supportive of me mm-hmm. and um you know and and everybody has to take criticism right you have to. like right. if someone says to you you know well i like i don't really like that part or maybe you shouldn't you should do this other part or mm-hmm. something i mean yeah i'll take advice i'll take you know criticism whatever you know, but ultimately the story is mine. Yes. To tell. So you may tell me something which, you know, is good advice, but it depends on if I, you know, like, and obviously I would take that, but I'm just saying you have to be in control of your own writing. But That's- I, you know, but I, um, but I would say it's much better now. And I, you know, and I, I, I just really don't know why it's so much better now than it was years ago, but years ago it was horrible. Now, I mean, I have like people are are just like so supportive. It's just I'm I'm just like blown away. Like, what? Wait a minute. How well, come all them years you know, ago, it was maybe, horrible. <laughs> just maybe is to help you appreciate more the the you know both ends of the spectrum. Being able to experience both, so that if this God forbid, you know, it takes a downturn and you go back on the dark side of the writing community, you'll know, I just have to find my way back to the good one, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it just seems like it's just so, I don't know, I guess because, like, years ago, you know, like, social media wasn't as prominent as it is now. So I don't know if, like, I'm, you know, it's just, like, I I guess I'm just put in a place where, like, I'm meeting really good people. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Rita, do you have any yep. advice for other writers? I would say uh, write your story. Um, don't worry about if, you know, um, like don't keep going over it to fix corrections and corrections and corrections. Do that later. Get your story out. Write it down. Um, never give up on your dream. If you really want to be a writer, and you think people are going to think, you know, that your writing is horrible or whatever, don't worry about them. Write for yourself. Write for you. Write what you want to write about. Write about something that you know. 
Mm-hmm. I would say write about something that you know. Um, you know, um, like just, and then um, never give up. Like just keep, keep going. Um, you know, don't think, oh my gosh, you know, like, and cause so many people get caught up in like, they'll, they'll write and then they go back and then they like check it and, oh, I got to refix this and I got to refix that. Well, that's at the end, you know, you know, at the end is when you fix everything <laughs> and you, and you get an editor and, you know, and all that stuff to help you with those things at the end. But I would say, you know, write it your way, write it how you want to be, um, you know, take, take criticism um, and take advice but ultimately it's your story. So yes. So that's what I would say to them. Just, and, and just keep going. I mean, you know, I'd hate for someone to like, like even when I was writing the dear cancer and I thought, well, you know, the story is going to be how it's going to be. And if it's not good enough for people to want to read it, then they just won't read it. That was my attitude. Like I would do it anyway. Right. So I would just say never give up I think on your that's dream. Amazing and, and 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 truly, you know, great advice because even with with what I do, I look at it, I'm like, you know, people really don't do it the way I do. And if they do, I haven't stumbled across them and maybe I'm not doing it right. And then I get moments like this where I have an opportunity to speak with a an and published author and someone who's aspiring to continue to grow and 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 take their journey and I say well maybe I am doing something right maybe I need to stop second guessing myself and just push forward so I I think that your advice to other writers applies to me too (laughs) right like yeah you just you can't just second get yourself and think that you're not good enough because, you know, we're, we're all good enough. Um, you know, like I always say to everyone, the only person that's perfect, the only being that's perfect is God. All, all of us have flaws and we do the best we can. So, yeah. So don't ever that's give up. That's for sure. Do our best at whatever it is that we're doing. Do our best. Yeah. Absolutely. Rita, what's your favorite book of all time? Yep. My favorite book of all time okay. is Thornbirds. <laughs> Years ago, you would think <laughs> I would say Nancy Drew or Stephen mm-hmm. King. I mean, I love Stephen King, but honestly, Thornbirds. And I remember, I remember reading the book, watching the movie um, with my mom, and I. It was just so, like, oh, it was just the greatest movie and the greatest okay, book. So it was so with that good. In mind, tell me what spoke to your soul after reading that book. Well, you know, I really like they had such like he was so like, you know, him and the woman, they they were so like in love, but he had his like commitment to the church and he didn't know what to do. And he was like so conflicted and, um, you know, ultimately he chose the church, you know, but he deeply did regret that his whole life um, because he still honestly loved this woman you know, so it was like a forever love um, for, you know, a woman and a forever love for God. And he, so he was conflicted his whole life and it just pulled to me like, oh my God, this poor man, like, you know, and I was sure he was going to pick the woman, but he didn't. Um, 
but it was just spoke to me like, you know, like his, like, you know, spiritually and emotionally, like this man was so mm. torn, you know, like, like both ways, you know, but he, but he chose to, you know, stay in the church and, um, you know, and then, um, you know, but he never forgot the woman, like never forgot her. So it's yeah. just about forever love. And it just spoke to me like, oh my God, that's so beautiful and amazing. And, you know, oh, you know, like, you know, I just felt so bad for you him. Know, I, I think did. The battle that <laughs> you know? many people would be able to, um, that would appeal to many people because it, it comes up so yeah. often. It, you know, it, that that's, that's, right. that's not a far-fetched uh, topic. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I mean, like years, I mean, you know, like years ago when like a, like a nun or a priest would, would, you know, be going to be called, you know, and they would, you know, before they became like officially a priest or a nun, you know, they, they, they had like boyfriends and girlfriends and then they went into priesthood or the, went to the, um, the convent and, you know, and, and they had those conflictions in their soul. So I just felt deeply, deeply saddened for him. So, but I love that I movie. See, was so I, I love the movie. Yeah. It's amazing. I read the book and then the movie, and then right. you know, so and then the movie came out, and me and my mom watched it, <laughs> and then we both You're cried. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he loved her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you know. Well, what are you currently so, yeah. reading? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually. Actually, I work at a um, a book distribution warehouse. Oh, <laughs> of all things, I can't imagine. I would be like, yes, on book overload. Yeah, and we get, <laughs> yeah, and we get well, and you know, because of Corona and everything, we haven't really been able to get books or anything. But we actually got um, mm-hmm. a giveaway the other day, a children's book. My daughter is a nanny. So I got it for her little nanny, a girl that she nannies for. But anyway, but we get to order 10 free books for the month of December. And then they're going to have one person, you know, hand them out to us. So we don't all like congregate and all in the. the So um, I'm actually, I ordered um, Barack Obama's book, Promised Land. I had did the pre-order on it, but I'm not ready to read it yet because it's only part one. And I don't want to want, I don't want to wait for part two to be forever away so I don't know but go ahead I'm sorry I know yeah I don't even know yeah. when when he's gonna write part two I mean but I but I but I like Absolutely. knew I had to get that book so I'm gonna read that and then um I also got okay. a book about John yeah. Lewis um and then I got like two other books but but the two but those are my main like I wanted to read about Barack Obama like so I will be reading that book as soon as I get it which should probably be this week. no spoilers <laughs> no, no spoilers because I'm, I'm I'm not ready yet I'm not ready no I don't know when I'll be spoilers. ready but but I'm I'm, I'm looking true. forward to reading that's true uh, a promised land though definitely yeah it just it just is like I, I I'm like you know I'm like I have to get the book and read it I just do now you said like the second right. part we don't know when that's coming out but you know I, I'm sure I'll <laughs> read it in the next yeah. probably probably sometime in January I'm seeing myself at least beginning the process so 
All right. right. Now, yes. Lita, do you mm-hmm. have anything specific you want to say to your current and future readers? I would like to say um, thank you if, for supporting me. Um, my book is on Amazon and it's also in Kindle um, also. Um, and uh, I would just, you know, love reviews. And, um, cause so many people, like I've had people buy my book, but I haven't really gotten a lot of reviews. And I know that helps sometimes for people, other people to want to to read your book if you get reviews. So I would love reviews, support. Um, if you do buy my book or you check out my book, um, you know, please tell, uh, your friends or family, you know, coworkers about the book, um, you know, or if you know someone that's going through cancer or has recovered from cancer or like, or you're a caregiver or even if you're a survivor, you know, just say like, oh my gosh, this woman wrote this book about her cancer. You should really read this to someone because it will help. It will help all those. And especially it will help like the newly diagnosed cancer patients that are, that don't know what they're, what they're in for. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, they don't know. And so I would say I just would love support and I would love um, sharing of the book and, um, you know, and leaving reviews for me would be awesome. Um, and they can go on, I have an author page on Facebook okay. it's under author Rita Pamplin and also have my regular Facebook, which I do okay. post stuff too. It's Rita Pamplin. And then I have an IG account, which is Rita underscore Pamplin. Um, and I would just love like feedback, support, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to like reach out to me and tell me your story, you know, I'd love to listen to it. I'm all about helping people. Um, you know, I've actually talked to a couple other cancer patients that I know, um, that are just going through the same surgery I went through or going to be going through it, trying to help them, um, kind of prepare themselves for what's coming. Um, so I've been reaching out to several people, um, and you know, that's just my goal is to help people. So I, I would just love, you know, just would love support from, you know, as many as possible. I know, um, you know, like I, I know cancer is probably a hard thing to read about, you know, but I just would, even if I reached, even if like I, one person read it and it helped them you know, that's, that's all I, that's all I really need, you know, is just to help that one person get through their day or their moment or their diagnosis, you know, or their recovery, you know, that it's all worth it to me for that. Like, I'm not in it for the money, you know, I'm not going to be JK (laughs) Rowling or any, any, I'm not going to be Stephen King, you know, I'm not going to be anybody to make like, you know, tons of money but is money awesome. isn't everything, uh, you know, and just getting my word out there and helping people, helping people is honestly all I want to do. So I just want everyone to share, like, you know, reach out to me, um, leave reviews, you know, um, the book is actually, um, I lowered it down from $10 okay. to five, the paperback um mm-hmm. for you know for the christmas season so jump so, on that deal right? you know and then <laughs> jump on that deal people jump on the deal and, 
you know, I could promote <laughs> anything, I think. Um, that, that, I should have a career in that, but, you know, oh, well. Um, and then my the okay. Kindle is $2.99. Um, you know, and I know a lot of people would rather eat, a lot of people uh, would rather do Kindle than than read, but then some people do like yeah, paper. Yeah, I, like I, I need those you pages. Know. I'm I'm a I'm a page person. I need to turn them. I need to go back, relook again. Right. Like, let me flip back a few pages. Like, I can read Kindle. You know, sometimes because I have a a, a huge problem with buying books, <laughs> so sometimes right. I'll you know use my Kindle right. Unlimited or you know the other options that are available, but. Right. I genuinely am. I need the book. I, I want to hold it paperback, hardcover. I want to hold it, smell it, love it. <laughs> right. right. And, you know, and, and one other thing is like, I would love if, like, if someone bought the book for someone who is going through their journey, I would love for like that person to, or, or even that person's, you know, uh, relative or something to be like, hey, you really helped her Absolutely. or him, you know, in in the moment we needed it the most, you know. Like yes, I would love yes. like feedback. It's really what I what I would like because mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a lot of reviews, you know. I really wasn't too worried about that, you know. But then, but then people yes. are like, oh, it's all about reviews. But I don't care. Yeah. I just want to hear your yeah. story. Like, did I help you? Absolutely. Did I not help you? You know, did or your your grandmother who has cancer and you bought the book for her did she did did it help her i just want to know did i help people that's you know that's that's my main thing and like i said you know um i just you know and and remember my name because i will still be around i'm writing my second book um and um can i tell the title of that book or no this is this is your time yeah well the title of my book my second book is called uh mended body broken soul the consequences of survival by rita pamplin that's going to be my next book and i hope to get you know everyone's support and everything and i you know would love to do another interview with you you when that book is out (laughs) all right well i will i will it's over Yep. Yep. So, you know, but I, you know, just want to tell everyone, you know, that, um, you know, I just appreciate, I, I've just had so much love and support and um, it's I'm been amazing. I'm happy that you're enjoying this journey. It's such an admirable cause that you have and what the motivation and inspiration is for your book and your second book. And I look forward to learning what happened during your journey. Now, um, Right. And I, and I will just really quick, I will tell you one thing though. So I have, um, my whole life, you know, like, uh, I kind of mm-hmm. never knew what my purpose was. Um, and I'm sure many people have gone through that where mm-hmm. they just don't know what their purpose is. Um, and through this journey of the book and reaching out to people and helping people and getting people to open up about their cancer, I realized that my purpose is to write that's why my purpose is like to write about my journey to help others. That and is my purpose. I'm happy that you. I mean, not, I'm not going to write my book, but still, I'm. I, that it, that it, is it, my it, purpose. It's not often that people actually find out 
not only find out what their purpose is, but actually live their purpose. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, God showed me. I mean, God, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like God gave me this mm-hmm. cancer to show me. I wouldn't say that, but, but He, out of this, out of this horrible experience you know, God showed me my way. He said, you know, I gave you a second chance at life. So I need you to take it and run with it, you know, and, and what I need you to do. And this is what you were supposed to do your whole life. So at 53 years old, I'm finally figuring it all out. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, whenever you, you did it, as long as you did, you know, you get it and now you're doing it. That's, that's what counts. I I truly appreciate you, Rita. Thank you for joining us. I've had a wonderful time. Thank you for updating us on how to stay up to date with you. It's been a pleasure. No problem. And to my listeners, as always, happy reading and happy listening. And I will catch you guys next time. (laughs) 